what's up? This podcast is a continuation about positiveness. Staying positive. Keeping a positive outlook on things. Now, it's not going to go the way some people may think it's going to go. But if you can relate, it will definitely make sense in the end. But back to the topic. Staying positive. Being positive. My question is this. How in the fuck can you stay positive when there is nothing but negativity around you? People say stay positive like it's an easy thing to do. Or like it's just because you know you should try to stay positive, you just do that shit. That is not the fucking case at all. And I can't stand the fact that people actually sugarcoat it to make it seem like, oh yeah, that's just what you just gotta do. Because it's damn near impossible to fucking do, but not totally impossible, but it is damn fucking challenging to do when you're trying to stay positive in the midst of a fucking bad situation. It is damn near soul twisting to try to stay positive in the midst of a bad fucking situation. When you're looking at nothing but negativity and every bit of news that comes to you is nothing but negative and every bit of fucking thing, everything that happens to your ass is in the negative, it's really hard to stay fucking positive. Because you have to be realistic. You have to be realistic. It's like, it's like, how do you stay positive when nothing but fucked up shit is going on? I call it sugarcoating because, hey, you can't necessarily, um, stay positive when Everything around you is falling the fuck apart. You try. It don't hurt to try. But the reality of the situation is, it's much easier said than fucking done. Nobody ever believes you when you say, everything in my life is falling apart. And then there are also people who say, well, you're alive. You got clothes on your back. You have a roof over your head. You got food to eat. While those things are gratefully essential, they have, they're priceless. It does not take away from any of the fucking pain that you're experiencing from whatever that you're going through. And if it was just about just being alive, having a roof over your fucking head, having clothes on your back and food to eat, then nobody would aspire for more. Or does that mean that people who do aspire for more are greedy? Think about this. Life is great. Being alive, there's nothing compared to it, right? It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful thing to be above ground. But just because you're above ground, does that not mean that you shouldn't want more for your fucking life? And people who do walk around like, well, I'm alive, they get looked at as, oh, you don't want shit in life. So people throw that kind of comment or they throw that, that, that statement around conveniently. 
They throw it around conveniently according to what they want to apply it to. And that shit is not fucking cool. Because everything is not what the fuck it seems. And only you know how hard you're trying. Only that person knows how hard they try. And when you give your fucking all to try to make things right in your life. And you continuously do it. And things continue to fail left and right. It does something to you. It's not an easy pill to fucking swallow. And yeah, you keep going because you have to keep going. Nobody just go stand there and drop dead. But let's keep it real. When it happens, it does something to you. It, it sets you back. It knocks you fucking down. And when you get knocked down, you get back up. You do. But let's keep it real. We are human beings. If you put that in physical terms, if somebody knocks you down physically, yeah, you're going to get back up, but you're not going to get back up with the same strength that you had before you got knocked down. And when you keep getting knocked down, it takes something away from every fucking time it happens. So when people just act like, yo, you get knocked down, you get your ass back up. Yeah, you do. But you don't get up with the same fucking, you know, strength that you had before you hit the ground the first time. And no, it does not mean, oh, I'm just going to just give up because I've got knocked down again. No, it doesn't. But people act like when you get locked down, like you turn to fucking stone. You know what I'm saying? Like you just get, when, like right before you hit the ground, you get, you know, you turn to stone or you turn to something hard. So that way when that, that, that impact doesn't affect you. That is not how we work. And I'm not saying that once you get knocked down, you should just stay down. Absolutely fucking not. However, I also think that it's important to recognize the fact that once you get knocked down, the effects that it has on you, you cannot ignore that. You just can't. It's like watching somebody, um, oh, that guy, it's a guy, it's a video on, um, on YouTube, the guy with the nunchucks. He does a backflip with the nunchucks because he's about to do something. and But he misses the backflip and he lands on his face and he gets up and he's swinging the nunchucks. Perfect example. He was affected by his fault, but he kept going until he fell off the fucking camera, off, you know, off the screen. But the thing is, though, that's the effect that not getting knocked down has on you. You don't get up with the same fucking full strength and that same drive and that same power that you had before you got knocked down. So when people act, so when people talk about getting knocked down and getting back up, people need to realize that we are human beings and human beings cannot have an impact like that and get back up as if it never fucking happened. <clears throat> we just can't. We're not built like that. It doesn't mean that you're giving up. It doesn't mean that you don't want to fucking keep fighting, but you have to acknowledge where you're at at that particular time. If you don't, your body damn sure will force you to do it. So when people say that shit, it irks the shit out of me because I'm like, you know, people act like, oh, well, you know, if, you, if you're complaining when you get knocked down, then you're not trying. That is bullshit. And usually people who make these comments are people who have, one, either gotten knocked down, everybody gets knocked down, but people who have gotten knocked down and got back up and were able to just keep going as if they were never knocked down before or people who have got knocked down and might have been unfazed by it and were able to just get up as if nothing ever fucking happened or it, they weren't affected as bad 
everybody's fall, everybody's impact is different. So nobody has the right to judge how something impacts the next person based off of their own personal situation. But people do it all the fucking time and they have the audacity to call people weak. To call people, um, you know, playing victim or being helpless. That is not fucking true. And there's nothing worse than being knocked down by something and then being judged on your ability to get back up or being looked at like you really don't want it because you're not getting back up with the same power and tenacity that you had before you got knocked down. And I think it's a really fucked up thing for people to do to people. It fucks with your head. And then you got God. My question will always be, how is it that you can see people in desperation of needing help and just sit there and, and, and just let them be? People who he knows because supposedly God knows all, right? God knows what everybody, every person that's walking this earth, he knows what you're, what you're really doing. So they say, <clears throat> they say you can lie to God all you want, but he knows the truth. So if that's fucking true, then when people get knocked down and they're hurting, getting back up, and when he knows that people who get knocked down are honestly giving it their fucking all and just can't seem to get a break, why doesn't he provide some type of strength to them? Why doesn't he didn't, why does he not provide some type of opportunity for them to fucking be able to get on their fucking feet? Why is it so mandatory that people must suffer? And some people suffering, we're not, listen, listen. It's so deep and it's so crazy and people are so blind and so blinded by God and their devotion to God that they're not looking at the fucking common sense factors. They're like, well, Jesus went through it and he kept going and Jesus fell and then this and he kept going. He trusted God. He trusted his father. Okay, well, check this out. And again, this is nothing to just try to turn anybody against God. I'm just pointing out the fucking facts. Jesus went through some fucked up shit according to the Bible. I'm not going to sit there and validate that story, but I'm just saying according to what we've been taught, what I've been taught as a child, since since being a child, um, <clears throat> Jesus went through some fucked up shit, which God allowed him to go through, okay? And he had to endure some really bad things, okay? He did. The difference between Jesus' life and our life here on earth is that God gave him one incentive that changed the entire motherfucking game that we as people don't have. That incentive is while you are going to go through this stuff that you, that's, that's all bad, that's really bad. You're going to have to endure some really, really fucked up shit. It's being spit on, being killed, cut and everything else in between along the way. God told Jesus, after it's all over with, they're going to kill you. They're going to kill you. You're going to die. But in three days, you'll be back again with all power. Now, I don't know about most people, but that's a hell of an incentive. That's a hell. It may not have changed the pain that he felt when he was having to go through it. But how many of us would think that, hey... How many of us would make, how many people would it make, would it be easier to know that at the end of your suffering, you're going to get the ultimate fucking prize? You go get something that, that, that is, 
this nobody can there it couldn't be anything better. You die, you get up with all power in three days. That's what he told Jesus, according to the Bible. We don't have that incentive. Some people go through some fucked up shit in life. Why? We'll never know. We'll always ask questions, but we'll never know. But some people go through some fucked up shit in their life. And then you know what? It ends right there. That's it. When we die, that's it. There is no in three days you'll wake up and you'll be you'll be back with all power. No, when you when when we close our eyes final for the final time, that is it. So it's a little hard for me to accept that story about what Jesus had to endure because hey, let's let's face it, if you've got an incentive at the end, it makes it just a little bit easier to say, okay, well once I know once I make it to the end of this, I know why I'm just this is where it's gonna be. And people always love to compare our struggles to Jesus' struggles. Well, Jesus had to endure a lot too. And Jesus had to go through this. And Jesus had to go through this. Jesus also got a hell of a fucking nice plan at the fucking end. We get a grave six feet under. End of story. So when people make that comparison, I look at them sideways like, you're comparing me to somebody who, that's like comparing a broke ass person to a fucking millionaire. Or somebody who uh, uh, who made a great investment in the stock exchange to somebody who really just made a bad to a bad thing in the stock exchange. Incentives mean a lot, and while it may not change the exact um, thing that you're going through, in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, it's not for nothing. So many people on this earth, past, present, and future. Have and will die with no type of incentive. Some people's life are just fucked up. No matter how hard they try, you cannot get a fucking break. No matter how much you put into it, no matter how positive you think, sometimes things just don't go fucking right for you. It doesn't mean you're not trying. It doesn't mean you don't want it. People don't know how hard people work and how hard, how much people strive to get things, make things right in their life. And then sometimes when it doesn't work out, it's devastating. Devastating. So the next time somebody tells you something about Jesus, think about it for a second. And nobody, you will never hear, you will never hear a preacher, pastor, priest, anybody in the church Bring this point up. Why? Because it goes against what the fuck they're trying to teach you. It goes, it, it contradicts it. Everything. We don't have an incentive. All we have, all we can do is just live our lives day to day and hope for the fucking best. And if it works out in the best, and if you end up with the best, congratulations. What about those people who don't? Too bad for them, right? Cause it's not your fucking problem. That's why I look at God sideways because I'm like, bro, you're not as good as everybody makes you, as everybody, you know, makes you out to be. Because, you know, as much as we love to do it, like especially people who think that they know every damn thing about God, you know, those people who are heavy into the church, they're like, you know, well, their life wasn't cool because of this. Their life wasn't cool because of that. They did this, they did that. But you know what? You don't know what the hell. You don't know what a person's day to day is like. 
You don't know what a person's like, life is like day to day. You don't know what their struggles are. You don't know what type of energy that they put into work to, to try to make things better and then having to suffer the devastation of things just falling the fuck apart. There are people out here. Stop. There are people out here who try to give it their all and it just doesn't work out for them. And then you get looked at when you're discouraged, like you're just like not, you know, like you didn't try hard enough. Everybody wants to put a, uh, everybody wants to put a comma to your story. You know, they want to put their own addition to you, to your story. And that's fucked up. They wonder why the fucking, um, mental health issue or mental health crisis, shall I say, is so fucking alarming. These are the reasons fucking why. There will never be an explanation for bad things happening to good people. Nor will there ever be an explanation of why good things happen to bad people. It's just disgusting if you ask me though. God seems to really take care of it. The more crooked your fucking Howard is and the more malicious some people, and this doesn't apply to everybody, but it applies to a lot. It does. The more malicious your heart is, the more of a snake you are, the better off your life is. Snakes seem to be so fucking protected. It's like, it's like, it's like somebody being raped and then you go to fucking court or you bring them to fuck, try to bring them to justice. And they tell the person who got raped, well, next time, don't be wearing that outfit. Maybe you shouldn't wear your skirts so short next time. And then they tell the, they tell the person who raped them, well, you, you have a good day. Don't worry about them. You know, you know how they be tripping. Don't pay no attention to her. And you leave the fight and everybody's looking at you sideways, telling you, well, maybe you should check the way that you dress. And everybody's patting the fucking drapers on the back like, hey, you know, don't trip off of her. She just be tripping. She just, you know, she's a drama queen. That does something to you. And that happens in so many fucking facets in life. It's ridiculous. From literal to what I just explained to fucking in different ways. It is annoying. And it makes me look at God like, are you serious? Like, and, and yeah, he's pretty fucking serious. Something may write about this whole God thing, but it's what many of us were born to believe. But if you pay attention to life close enough, especially if your life is not going the way that you needed to go or wanted to go. And I'm not talking about, oh, yeah, hit the lottery. I'm talking about just day to day challenges that take your life into fucked up tailspins. I'm talking about people who are trying their hardest, sometimes working two, three jobs and you still just can't make ends meet. What's so bad about people being able to just make ends meet? Oh, well, God bless everybody make their own decisions. Well, you know what? That's true, but that's also a pussy-ass cop-out if you ask me. Because if he loves every fucking body, why is everybody, you know, why is, why, why are some people suffering? And usually the people that are suffering are people who really don't deserve to be suffering. And there's nothing worse than being a person who's suffering from something and looking around you and seeing motherfuckers that you know pretty much ain't shit. And I'm going to just be real about it. People who you know have malicious intent. People who don't give a fuck about other people. And they're doing damn good. And then they have the audacity to be super cocky and say, well, don't worry about everybody else. Worry about yourself. I want to be like, fuck you and them. Because that's a weak-ass fucking cop-out. That's a comfortable cop-out, shall I say. Because you know what? You're talking shit from a standpoint, from a comfortable standpoint. That's not your problem. You ain't got to worry about fucking failing when you're giving it your fucking all. You ain't got to worry about the fucking rain because you in a fucking, you know, under a huge ass fucking umbrella with fucking heat. 
But you talking shit to people who out there dealing with the element. That's fucking crazy. And these are the people that God seems to always fucking take care of. Wake up, stay tuned, people.